AMA50KFUO Worldwide, KFUO.org. We are a listener-supported broadcast ministry, so please prayerfully consider making a gift to KFUO today. Hi, this is the Midday Moments program. I'm Gary Duncan. It's time now for our moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Hi, Matt. Hi, Gary. Great to be here with you to dig into God's Word together. So we read this week Isaiah 7 through 25, and as you uh, pastors like to tell us that there's lots of Jesus in the Old Testament, and uh, this starts out chapter 7 as we read chapter 7, verse 14. Therefore the Lord will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. Now, is this the first place in the Old Testament that we hear Jesus would come through a virgin? Yeah, great question, Gary. So we have that earlier promise all the way back in Genesis chapter 3, uh, chapter 3, verse 15, that the Savior's coming and he will be born of a woman. So this will be an offspring of Eve and eventually even the offspring then we know of, of Mary. But here we get that specific promise that this one will be born of a virgin. Uh, the virgin will conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be Emmanuel, right? Which means God with us. So yeah, so now we have that detail about being born of a virgin, and the prophecy of that coming Messiah gets even more specific. Uh, exactly. So yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out, Gary. For us, we know that Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary. We, we say that in the creed every time we confess it. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, for the, those who are hearing this for the first time, you know, it's kind of like, what? Yeah. <laughs> born of a virgin? That's impossible. And, and it is impossible apart from God. It's right. impossible. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, it is possible. All things with God are possible. Mm -hmm. And this is how he chooses to show that this child is, is special. This is not just the, the son of Mary and Joseph. This is the son of God. But what would you like to highlight this week? Like we talked about last week, as we introduced Isaiah, we said this is sometimes called the fifth gospel. Even though it's tucked away in the Old Testament, uh, it's still very much pointing us to Jesus. As you said earlier, the whole Old Testament does, but Isaiah more than others, perhaps. So we have chapter 7, uh, that this one will be born of a virgin. But we also have chapter 9 uh, in our reading for this week. So chapter 9, verses 6 and following. Uh, this is part of Handel's Messiah, that piece of classical music. And it says, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness. From this time forth and forevermore. So here, this prophecy that someone is coming who's special, someone who's going to be a descendant of David, be on David's throne, and even greater than David when you think about it, because it goes on to say that uh, this one will be established from this time forth and forevermore. So we think again of Jesus, of course, the one who is that descendant from the line of David, the one who is himself a king, and the one whose kingdom is without end forevermore. So another beautiful promise here of that coming Savior, that Messiah. Then we go ahead to chapter 11. Chapter 11, verses 1 through 3, it says, There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. So again, one is coming. 
uh, who is from the stump of Jesse. So Jesse is David's father. And even though it just looks like a stump and it looks like maybe the, the kingdom and the Davidic line has been sort of cut down, there's still hope coming out from that stump is going to be a shoot, uh, is going to be new life. And that shoot, of course, is Jesus Christ. Uh, he's the one, again, descended from Jesse, descended from David. He is the one who brings forth life. And then this beautiful promise to the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. So we get a picture here of the Trinity. Uh, Jesus, of course, God, the son, the spirit, the Holy Spirit, and then the Lord, Yahweh, God, the father, we could point to. So again, just a beautiful promise of that coming Savior. And we keep in mind, Isaiah is writing about 700 years before Jesus is born. So centuries before, God has a plan. He knows what he's doing. He knows who, that he's going to send his only begotten son. And he gives us this insight as to what to look for. How is that Savior going to come into the world? And so for us as Christians who are kind of looking backwards, we know that Jesus came. Uh, we know that he was born on Christmas. We know about his life and his passion and his resurrection and all those things. We can connect those dots now and say, wow, this is God's plan from the beginning uh, that he would send his son. And we know that Jesus is that fulfillment, the one in whom all these promises are kept. And I think, too, could help us to witness to others to that fact. Um, perhaps even those who are, are Jewish among us, you know, mm -hmm. they have the Old Testament scriptures, the Hebrew scriptures, and to help them maybe connect the dots to see, uh, yeah, there's all these promises in the Old Testament, and they're fulfilled in that one who is Jesus Christ. Right. Anything yeah. else? I just encourage our listeners as they read through Isaiah, keep looking for that. Uh, we look today at some of those prophecies about the Savior's birth, right? Uh, but in Isaiah, we'll see more and more prophecies, even about his suffering and death and his passion for us. So uh, be, be on the lookout for that as you read through the rest of Isaiah. I see why you call that one of the Gospels, and, you know. Yeah, exactly. There's so much Jesus there. Yeah, exactly. And and like you said, he's throughout the, the whole Bible cover to cover, but especially in the book of Isaiah. Boy, uh, we see a, a whole lot of Jesus. And uh, when we see the fulfillment in Jesus, we see, uh, wow, uh, this is exactly what Isaiah is talking yeah. about, exactly what the Lord had promised. Here's the, here's the promises right right there in, in uh, plain plain sight there in Isaiah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if God is prom promises it, it's going to happen. Right. What do we read next week? So next week we're going to move on through Isaiah 26 uh, up through Isaiah 39. Isaiah 26 through 39. Isaiah 26 through 39. That sounds good. And can you lead us in the prayer as we wrap up this segment? Sure, I'd be happy to. Lord, we thank you for uh, your holy word that points us to Jesus, in whom we have life and salvation. We thank you for the book of Isaiah in particular, uh, that points us to that Savior and the many promises of the one who is to come. We thank you that as Christians, as your people, we're able to look back now and rejoice in those promises fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Uh, we pray all this in his name. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you, Gary. We are the Messenger of Good News. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, our webpage at kfuo.org, and also wherever you get your podcast, just search out KFUO Radio.